Welcome to the Sparked Podcast, a place to keep your spark bright. Here I've brought together my most powerful tips from the last decade plus partnering with small businesses on all things leadership, mindset, people and culture. Here my approach combines intuitive psychology, strategy, neuroscience and results-based coaching to unlock your highest potential. Step into your power and truly own your role as a leader so that you can spread the positive impacts of your purpose-led work everywhere. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a mindset and performance coach for purpose-led leaders. I'm a mama to two cheeky little munchkins. I'm a wine appreciator, nature-obsessed, stubbornly optimistic child at heart, and I'm here to inspire belief in what's possible for you because it is all so possible. I hope that this podcast leaves you feeling lighter, more inspired, and more ready than ever to go out there and take actions on your big dreams and vision. I can't wait to dig in. See you in the podcast. Oh, hey, really excited to talk to you guys today about how to delegate like a boss. (laughs) So yeah, all about effective delegation and how to delegate so that you only have to do it once and actually achieve the result that you desire. Because, you know, this is all part of like, I guess a bit of a series that I'm doing on how to step away from doing into more leading and how to delegate, you know, different tasks to your team members to free up your time to ultimately focus on higher value activities for your business um, while also really keeping your team super engaged and giving them greater autonomy, greater responsibility, you know, greater opportunities for growth. And it's just such a win-win in so many ways if you can get delegation right. And I feel like there's a lot of a lot of leaders out there that I talk to that know that they should delegate and that they know that they need to, but that they struggle with the actual, you know, the execution of, you know, how to choose who to delegate to, what do I focus on, how do I hand over the work in a way that means that it like the work's actually achieved to a high a high quality and all of those sort of things. So that's what I want to talk talk to today is why why you should do it why people don't the mindset that you need to hold in order to get it right and then also the specific the specifics of how to do it so um I think you you probably know a little bit about the why already but some of the some of these pieces you maybe have forgotten about which is when you delegate to your team It is one of the biggest compliments that your team members can ever have from you. To them, the message that they receive when you delegate something to them is that you really believe in them, that you trust them, that you have faith in them, that you believe in their abilities. And it just makes them feel like so important and so recognized and so appreciated to be given like new tasks and to be delegated to because it 
it makes them feel like they're really making a difference and they're learning and they're growing and that, um, you know, that ultimately they're getting that high level of responsibility. So yeah, it shows your team that you believe in them and that you trust them. And it's directly linked to their sense of engagement in their work. So it increases that employee engagement. And the you've probably heard me um, sound like a bit of a broken record on this, but engagement is like your best friend when it comes to like unlocking the full potential of your team and your business. And that the Gallup Institute has found that like employee engaged employees are 20% more productive, uh, contribute to 20 over 20% higher profitability and um, much more loyal. So I think it's like somewhere between 30 and 70% more loyal in terms of they'll stay with your business longer if they feel engaged. So delegation is just an epic, epic engagement tool. And, you know, I think a pretty obvious one is the more that you delegate, the more that you get stuff off your plate so that you can focus on higher value activities. And if you are the CEO of your business or a high level leader, um, you know, those things that you should be focusing on is like strategy, vision, high level goals, you know, finding the right people to join your team, culture you know, business growth initiatives, like all of those things that are the, the big, the big chunks to your business or what, um, me and, uh, one of my clients often call the big rocks. You've probably heard that analogy of like, if you've got a jar and you put the big rocks in first, then you can fit a lot more in around the sides, but you need to make sure that you're focusing on the big rocks before you focus on the tiny little pebbles because they can just like fit into the the cracks around the big rocks. (laughs) So yeah, basically you want to get stuff off your plate so that you can focus on the big rocks to your business. And when you don't delegate, like, oh gosh, what happens? You know, you get stressed, you end up holding on to more and more work, your brain gets full, your team doesn't get developed they they feel like you don't trust them they end up their growth becomes stagnated they get bored you know they feel like um their potential is not being accessed and if that happens for long enough they're probably going to go and look for work elsewhere because our greatest need in life our greatest need in life is to feel like we're growing, to feel like we're progressing, to feel like we're moving forward in some way or form. And so being able to delegate is an opportunity to, you know, help your employees meet this particular need um, of, you know, feeling like they're actually stepping into their next level. So really, really important. So If you know it's so important, (laughs) if you know delegation is like one of those things that you should do and you know it's got all these like positive impacts, why don't you delegate? Why don't you delegate? What holds you back? What holds you back from delegating if you know that it's so important? 
I'd encourage you just to reflect on the answer to that question. Like what gets in the way for you? What's your blocker to delegation? Is it that you don't know how? Is it that you feel like you don't have the time? Is it that you don't know what you should delegate? Is it that you don't know who you should delegate to? Is there a fear that perhaps the work that you delegate won't be done to the standard that you want it to be done to? Is it that you feel like, oh, it just takes longer to explain how to do something than for me to just do it myself? (laughs) That's a pretty common one I hear a lot. Is it that you're perhaps even worried about dumping work on others? Like if you're a real empath, like you might be thinking, oh, I don't want to stress someone out. You know, they've got enough on their plate already. But, you know, if that's if that's the case, let them tell you that, um, tell you that. Let them make that decision. You know, they're an empowered, capable human being. So why don't you at least go and, ask them, ask them what their capacity is and ask them, ask them that question before assuming for them and making the decision for them. Um, you know, is it that you're scared of, you got this a certain fear of letting go of control, you know, maybe there's even like a little bit of a, Ooh, like, a feeling of, oh, what might happen if I hand it to another person? Will they do it better than me? <laughs> like a little bit of a, a feeling of being threatened. You know, there's, if any of these are coming up for you, just so know that you're not alone. Like in all of the leadership development workshops that I run, these exact same mindset blockers that, that come up around delegation that hold people back. And it's it's a really illuminating one because often when we when we move through these blockers um all these these beliefs that limiting beliefs that are holding us back it's amazing how much easier it makes delegating and then like the more that you delegate the more that you get to focus on higher value activities for your business so the more that your business grows so delegation really can be your best friend to to growing and expanding your business and reaching that next level so clearing some of the mindset and the belief pieces can be like 80 percent of the of the puzzle because at the heart of it for you to delegate first of all then you need to be able to trust trust in your team trust that it's going to be okay and be able to move through that fear of letting go of control which is all a big mindset piece you need to believe as well that your team is really capable otherwise you'll inadvertently sabotage the handover process and not invest properly in the process of handing over or delegating the the task like not investing the time that that requires to properly do it so that you're actually going to have long-term success in whatever that task is. Like if your mindset's not aligned, you might go through the motions of like thinking, oh yeah, no, I, I delegated. Like, you know, I did my best. Um, I told them what they needed to do and they still didn't do it. You know, like that, that might be some of your rhetoric that comes up there. So it, you need to make sure 
that your belief and your mindset's in the right place so that you truly do invest in the process properly and give it the time that it deserves. Because, you know, it requires moving through that belief that um, if you want a job done right, you need to do it yourself. And it's about embracing the belief that the more that I trust, the more that I let go, and the more that I invest in my team, the more that the business thrives. So if you haven't listened to the podcast episode about the mindset work of a seven and an eight figure CEO and, and the three beliefs holding them back from reaching their next level, the key one that I talk about is this one, the, the requirement to let go of the belief that if you, need, if you want a job done right, you need to do it yourself and embracing the belief that the more that you trust and let go and invest in your team and choose to lead instead of do, the more that the business thrives. So let's say that you've embraced these new beliefs and that you're ready to delegate more. Let's, and you're ready to do it with like, you know, full, full commitment. Question is when, when, how and who to delegate to. So I've got a few questions here to just to think through, which will help you know when you should delegate. So the first question is, are you the only person who is capable of doing this task? Or is there someone else who can be given this task? Essentially, is this a task that someone else can do? Or is it critical? that you do it yourself. Because at the end of the day, there's a good chance that almost everything can be handed over apart from the vision, the strategy, the team culture, and the high level business goals. You know, like that at the end of the day, that has to be a CEO's job is the culture, the strategy, the vision, but almost everything else can be handed over. Second question is, does the task provide an opportunity to grow and develop another person's skills? So delegation obviously being such an incredibly powerful way to grow someone and to help them feel engaged and like they're progressing. So is this an opportunity, like of handing over this task, is it an opportunity to grow someone else's skills? Is this a task that will recur in a similar form in the future? If it is, yeah, definitely want to hand that over. That's what starts to become like a bit of a system or a process. If it's not, then it's a good chance that it's something that you probably need to hold on to before it starts to become a recurring task. Do you have enough time to delegate the job effectively? If you don't, can you make time? Because so often this is a really, really big mindset blocker that comes up for people, um, which means that they never end up delegating because they never feel like they have enough time to hand it over. So if you don't have time right now, can you make time in the future and time block that, like book that into your diary so you don't book over the top of it? And finally, is this a task that you should delegate? You know, is it, is it something that is administrative or time draining or repetitive? Um, and if it is, you should definitely delegate it. 
So if you've answered yes to lots of those questions there, then the question is how to delegate. And I want to talk you through a few of probably like the big, the big areas that can make the biggest impact and a lot of the areas that are missed quite often. So the first one is to explain the why, explain the why behind the task. So the more context that you can give on the task, the better. The more full and holistic a picture that that employee gets on why this task is important and where that sits in, I don't know, the story of your business and and what sort of an impact this task is going to have and where the task came from and what, you know, what the need is there around the task, the more that essentially you're bringing them into your world so that they can have almost the same level of, you know, depth of understanding of the task as you do, that the thing you definitely don't want to do is just hand them a, a standalone task with no t- context or connection to the bigger picture of why that task is important. Because if they don't have the big picture, they don't have the context or know the why behind the task, they're not going to do a good job. Like they, and if they're, they're just not going to get it, they're not going to understand like, and every single human is exactly the same. If you don't tell someone why they're doing something, they're going to make their own assumptions to the why. And sometimes those assumptions might be good. Sometimes those assumptions might not be so good. So explaining that why is just so, so important. So you want to explain like the why to like what impact it will have for them to get the task right. And also like, even if you can connect in like why, like the benefits for them as well in doing the task, like how it might benefit their career growth and development of skills or how it might um, impact the team. So really just drawing them in and creating as much excitement and clarity as possible. The second piece is painting a picture of what success looks like in the task. So it's not just about sharing like the task description or the task, um, like as a standalone task, you really want to paint a, paint a picture of like, what would success look like if they had delivered like an ideal outcome? And, you know, really spend some time, like if there's a piece that you want to spend the most time on, it's really on like clearly defining what a successful outcome or result would look like. And you want to be tight on the outcome and then loose on how that outcome is achieved. So loose on the process, loose on the method, you know, just because you know one method or you know one way of achieving that outcome, it doesn't mean that's the only way. Um, in fact, you know, that person that you're delegating to, you're like, they're going to have their own creative ideas, their own strengths, their own knowledge and expertise and experience and wisdom to lean on themselves. So they might actually have a much better way of achieving that outcome. So leave the how up to them. So be tight on the outcome and loose on how it's achieved. Number three is to really believe in them and share that belief in them. So show them that you trust them. 
this is such a big piece. Even if you're not like 100% feeling it, you need to show them that you believe in them, that you have full faith in their belief, in their abilities, because belief is contagious. Like if they feel that you believe in them, they will believe in themselves. And if they believe in themselves, they're much more likely to step up and deliver a great outcome for you. If they walk away from that meeting with you and they get a sense that you are nervous (laughs) and you are unsure and uncertain, um, and I don't know, they pick up on a, a bit of fear from you, they are going to feel that fear. They're going to walk away with that fear and human beings cannot deliver their best if they are in a state of fear. That's just a fact. We can deliver outcomes in fear, but it is not accessing our potential. And from a brain perspective, it means it's because our amygdala or the limbic part to our brain, which is the emotional part to our brain is activated. And when that part to our brain is activated, it impacts the other higher functioning parts of our brains being activated, which means that like your creative centers, your decision-making, your high level functioning, those areas aren't activated when you're in fear. So it's your job as a great leader to instill belief in them and to ensure that they're not operating out of fear, that they're operating out of faith, that they're operating out of belief and that they're feeling really confident in their own abilities because they're going to be much more likely to deliver a great outcome from that place. Um, One of the things that you can do is just give them some examples of perhaps how you've completed the outcome in the past, if if relevant. Um, That just helps with that whole context piece and them getting a feel for what it is that you're really looking for. You know, the important thing is to not assume not assume (laughs) because they can't read your mind so they can only know what you share with them right so making sure that if there's something that's really really important about the task you need to share that with them like tell them what you most value in them achieving the task like tell them what you think is the highest priority you know is it um, that it gets done by a particular time that that's like the number one priority? Is it the meticulousness of the detail behind the task? Is it um, the creativity or the visual aesthetics of the task? Like you need to tell them what your priorities or what your values are in the task. Otherwise they just won't know. Also, so I said being tight on the outcome and loose on on the method to achieve it. And to balance that out, like build some check-in points with them if it's quite a big task that you're delegating. So, you know, tell them when when it's due and then say, why don't we check in on a weekly basis up until that date um, so that we can make sure that you're on track, that you're progressing um, so that I can give you the support that you need. Um, And those check-ins don't have to be long. They could literally be 10 or 15 minutes just to make sure that the task isn't going completely off track. Um, And that's when you can coach them, you can give them feedback, you can train them, you can realign them to the vision or the outcome if you need to. Um, Another really helpful tip is at the end of you sharing 
the task or delegating the task to them, ask them to repeat back to you what they've heard in their own words, because you might get an employee who's like nodding a lot and saying like, yep, 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 that sounds good. Cool, 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 cool. Um, but then in their head, they probably, or they might be going, oh my God, I have no idea what this person is asking me to do, but they might have some fear around not looking dumb and, you know, not wanting to say the wrong thing. Um, in that moment of you instilling so much trust in them. So I think that's when it's really important to say to them like, hey, you know, no judgment, there's no right or wrong here. Um, the most important thing is that like you really understand what I'm sharing with you and, um, you know, no question is a dumb question. Like, please, this is the time for us to make sure that we're on the same page and that we really know like that we're both working to all that you're working towards what I think you're working towards. So can you just share back to me what you feel like I have asked you to do here just to make sure that we're on the same page. And then that's a, that's a chance to align expectations together at that point and just make sure that they're walking off with the right information. Um, and I think it's important to remember that, you know, while it might take an extra five, 10, at most 15 minutes to explain these extra steps, you know, like the why behind the, t the task or to paint a picture of success or, um, get them to repeat back what they've heard, like great leaders, like high level, high performing CEOs know that that extra 10 to 15 minutes will save you hours and hours down the line. If this person, you know, not only delivers the task well this time, but perhaps if they also learn how to do it in the future too. So this is an investment for the future. And it's really part of that whole, you know, that CEO mindset, um, of stepping away from doing and into leading and knowing that that's where your highest value activities emerge is in investing in your team and knowing that the more that you invest in your team, the more that your business and your team thrives. So let me talk you through a really quick example. So <clears throat> this might be, um, I'll, I'll pretend to be the CEO here, passing a task on to my general manager or to a high level um, business manager within my business. So I might be saying, hey, um, Sally, I, I need to talk to you about a really important task that I want to hand over to you because I value, as a, value you as a member of my team and I want to be able to prioritize this task. It, it's a business metrics dashboard um, that I want you to create to summarize the, the top KPIs for each business department within our organization. Why this is important is I really want to be able to get a snapshot of the overall health of our business, um, you know, at a glance, um, because I can't keep on track of every single department. So I want to have one page that summarizes the most important measurable for each different department functional area, knowing that if I can have this information 
at a glance on one page and check in on this information on a monthly basis, it's going to help me make strategic decisions about where to invest my time and finances, and it's going to get our business performing at a high level consistently. And you knowing this information is going to really upskill you as one of the key business managers of our organization. It's going to empower your knowledge as a commercially focused business manager too. Um, and overall, like it's just going to be so fantastic for your career development and your overall oversight in our business. We'll be able to, you know, really catch things earlier, early if, um, if there's a metric that's that's um, being impacted or, or not hitting the benchmark that we want it to, uh, we're going to catch that information early. A successful outcome will look like an Excel spreadsheet or something similar uh, that captures the one or two key performance indicators for each of the seven core business areas within our organization, as well as having a benchmark for where we're aiming towards, you know, across all different areas like leadership, marketing, sales, people and culture, finance, um, I'm going to give you a month to work on this, but let's keep checking in each week. And, you know, I, I know I've said this already, but I know you've so got this, like you are more than capable. You've been with our business for three years and I have full faith in your abilities to gather, you know, all the right info that we need for this or to talk to the right people or research whatever you need, or even just to ask me questions to achieve this task if you get stuck. In terms of um, timing for it, you know, I, I'd aim for around an hour or two a week. If you're finding that you're getting stuck on doing it longer than that, then come and ask me sooner rather than later so we can both get aligned. The most important thing is that you know, in terms of priorities for this, I really want to make sure that we're selecting the right KPI for each department so that we're measuring what matters. We're measuring what matters because ultimately we can only manage that which we measure. <laughs> so I want to make sure that we're choosing the right KPI. So that might require some research, some Googling, some talking to people. So, um, you know, uh, can you can you repeat back to me? uh what you feel like i've shared with you right now i just want to make sure that we're on the same page so you can hear that example that i just gave probably took me about five minutes <laughs> um so it doesn't have to take long but it's really about giving the context um and look i definitely could have gone into more detail but that's just to give you a bit of the gist so that in itself is effective delegation and you engaging in this style of delegation is like one of the most powerful transitions that you as a leader or a CEO can make moving from doing to leading. You know, in that process, you're upskilling your team, you're empowering your team, you're handing work over to free you up to work on the highest value tasks that actually grow your business and move the business forward. And just remembering that, if you are struggling with delegation, that the first thing you need to start with is the mindset piece, like the beliefs and the mindset needs to be aligned to your outcome that you desire before you can truly step into, you know, practicing effective delegation. So you need to believe in your team and know 
that the more that you delegate and the more that you let go, the more that everyone wins, the more that, you know, you're, you invest in your team and the more that your business thrives. So mindset really is 80% of the game because from your mindset is where your actions flow. And the, the more that your actions flow, the better your, your results. So if you want to up level your business, your team, your finances, your leadership, whatever, you need to up level your beliefs first. And I I spoke about this on the recent, on the latest podcast, all about CEO mindset. Like this is just an area I'm so passionate about. So you might've heard me talk about the new course that I'm going to be running. Um, it's coming up very soon. It's all about mindset and identity upgrades for seven and eight figure CEOs wanting to reach their next level. So it's going to be called Level Up and it'll dig into the science behind identity transformation work, beliefs, mindset up-leveling, and it'll basically go into the the science um, and the neuroscience, the psychology, the neuroplasticity, the energetics, the epigenetics, all around how to shift your mindset, shift your identity and up-level your beliefs to then up-level your business and up-level your results. So it's going to be absolutely incredible. It's all based on Joe Dispenza's books and research and everything that I have accumulated over the last decade plus, like all the best bits. Um, And essentially it's like the definition of like personal development for CEOs and leaders. So if you're ready to upgrade your mindset to then upgrade your business, um, click on the link in the show notes below to join the wait list and you'll get first access to the early bird rates and um, yeah, get ready because it's going to be a banger. I hope that you really enjoyed this episode today. Um, Look forward to recording another one and have the most magical, magical day. Lots of love. Jumping in here quickly to share that the Leadership Styles Quiz is now live. So if you're not one of the hundreds of leaders who have already discovered their unique leadership style, strengths and blind spots, then you'll want to jump into the show notes to access this quiz right now. This quiz is for small business leaders, CEOs, business owners, entrepreneurs, team leaders, coaches and consultants ready to find out what their unique zone of brilliance is as a leader, where they can truly shine and where they can have the greatest impact with their teams. It even dives into how your your childhood shapes the leader that you are today. This quiz goes deep to uncover your leadership personality, your unique leadership gifts, superpowers, and strengths, your blind spots, so those things that are holding you back and you don't even realize that they're holding you back, and how your childhood shaped the leader you are today. It only takes three minutes. Link is in the show notes below. Enjoy. Enjoy.